You are listening to a Best Of series only on Lance J+. Plus. In my opinion, they tell us to buy drugs. They talk about cooking up drugs. They talk about the baking soda, the Pyrex. Copping the eighth, all of that stuff. And then when they made their money trapping out, selling death to the community, then they want to become black activists. Then they want to tell us how to how to galvanize community. I'm like, yo, you literally on your albums, you literally told me how to cook crack cocaine. And you're talking about shooting up the block, killing everybody, and all of that stuff. So I just I just don't buy TI's brand, but I respect the the artist. And he has a, a major platform. He cultivated or, or curated, allegedly, a rumor that Felicia Moore was going to close down all of the strip clubs in Atlanta. And this got picked up by a media takeout. So I'm going from media takeout. This is before the election, early in the week. Woman running for Atlanta mayor promises to close all strip clubs in capital letters. It says this week, the citizens of Atlanta, which is which is past tense, get to vote for their new mayor. And media takeout news has learned that one of the candidates, a woman named Felicia Moore, is allegedly trying to shut down all of the strip clubs in the city. Many in the city of Atlanta are unaware of Felicia's radical policies towards cities, the city's nightlife and strip clubs. According to Felicia in the below clip, she plans on changing zoning for the clubs so that they need to use special permission to operate a club in the city. They post something that supposedly she said like eight years ago, which media takes stuff all the, out of context all the time. Then according to social media posts, she will deny all such special use permits as mayor, essentially causing all nightclubs and strip clubs in the city of Atlanta to close. Now, politics is, is very, very difficult. T.I. was supporting the, the winner of the election. So if you go to TI's page on the gram, he's supporting Andre Dickens. So Andre Dickens is his guy. And in any mayoral election, if you remember on the wire, when mayor when when Carcetti was going up against Clarence Royce, and there was so much mudslinging going back and forth, and Carcetti was in Baltimore. He's trying to be the, the, the first white mayor in many years. And, and Clarence Royce had him on, on the paper, photoshopped him in with some slumlord and, and all of that stuff. And, and it was a real crazy campaign. Carcetti was, was sleeping with all of his campaign, female campaign managers. And they were up getting drunk late at night and playing poker and stuff like that. And all of the politics, the wire, the wire did such a great job of showing you the politics that happened behind the scenes like the people on the docks you can't get drugs into the united states like you can't get you can't get 10 kilos of cocaine into the united states unless it comes through some port you can't it's, it's, it's like it's like frank lucas you can only move so you can only put so much cocaine in a balloon and have someone swallow it to to, to cross the mexican border like to get the the to get the big guns to get the Frank Lucas type of 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 heroin and cocaine and stuff coming in, you gotta have a port. You gotta have docks to get that stuff in. But in the wire, you had all of this slumlord stuff going on. You had all of these politics stuff. So this TI thing, 
it's very similar. You're gonna you're gonna have somebody float something out there, and in Atlanta, the strip club life is is a major part of the society there. Now, I was gonna do a top five dead of dead or alive about strip clubs, and as I get older, the angel on my right shoulder. That angel started speaking to me a little bit more, and that angel was like, nah, you probably don't want to do that. I was going to talk about my times in Magic City, and oh, I've had some times in Magic City before I was saved and spoken for. I've seen things at Magic City that I didn't even know were humanly possible. And I've seen things at Magic City happen for not a whole lot of money. Now, when I was at Spearmint Rhino in Vegas, you're going to put down some coin. If you want to get in the champagne room, see, I'm getting myself in trouble anyway. If you want to get in the champagne room, if you want to get a double up, a triple up, if you want to go Wilt Chamberlain with it, you're going you gonna to come off of, of a stack or more for, for 10 minutes, the best 10 minutes of your life. Magic City, man, I, I've... I only spent like 150 bucks, man. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe what I experienced for 150 bucks at Magic City. Now, I know that that was many, many years ago. And the thing about Magic City is that Magic City has stadium seating. So you're, you're basically getting it in with Cinnamon and Alizé and Cherokee and Destiny and any of these other names of, of, of people of that ilk that work in that profession and they're very successful. I'm sure working their way through through grad school, taking care of their kids, doing what they have to do to survive. But you're getting it in there at Magic City and pinups and those Atlanta spots. You're getting it in and there's a there's a crowd, it's like stadium, it's like an amphitheater. And there's so so they're they're the people, the voyeurs that come there to watch. And then there are the people that are actually a part of the show. And Atlanta's basically the nightlife in Atlanta. Is, is is basically one strip club after another. Atlanta's basically the Vegas of the East. And there are a lot of beautiful women in Atlanta. There are a lot of cosmetologists in Atlanta. And there's a lot of style in Atlanta. And, and, and the last thing I'll say before I get myself in further trouble, the women in Atlanta are completely nude, but naked. It's not like some of the other places in the country where, where the people got the pasties on and all of that stuff. I mean, you're talking about basically a, a porno scene, but but it's public. And I, I'm going to digress before before I lose my sponsors or, or get or end up sleeping on the couch. But that's very important to the economy in Atlanta. Um, Atlanta's economy. I'm kind of with T.I. on that one. Atlanta's economy in many ways is 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 based on on the nightlife and, and the strip clubs. It's just very funny that Atlanta has kind of become the haven. Now there, there are a lot of great strip clubs in Tampa. There are great strip clubs in Houston. I got in a lot of trouble in Houston. This is all stuff, this is all stuff before. Like I said, this is before I was saved. And this was before I was spoken for. This is when I was young and dumb, made bad decisions. I never did anything that 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 I was in in the club and, and I was worried that the person dancing on me was a policeman and I was about to go to jail. But I have seen some things happen at strip clubs, particularly in Atlanta, that, that were really astounding and, and really mind-blowing. And I had a chance, and I'll tell you one strip club story 
Cause I'm all I'm already deep. I'm already in too deep. I'm I'm gonna be in all sorts of trouble. When I lived in Korea, my friends in Korea tried to take me to a strip club. And in Korea, Seoul, South Korea, they don't really have strip clubs in sense. It's more like the massage parlor. It's more like the 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 Robert Kraft. And in Korea, they use a barbershop pole. So you remember the, the pole that you say the barbershop that's the swirling red and blue in South Korea. When you see that pull, that means that you could come in and get a, and get a deep tissue massage by someone that's not wearing any clothes and you could get a happy ending if you want a happy ending. And I remember my roommate and friend in, in, in South Korea, he wanted to take me to locals. So when you, when you do the type of exchange program that I did, I spent half a year in Korea almost. And it was a part of my, my grad school program. It was I was doing an internship with PPG. And I stayed at the University of, of Seoul, which is right in the heart of Seoul, Korea. And I, I learned the cuisine. I had a chance to, to really spend some time there, get to know people, take Korean. Went to the DMZ. Had a great experience. One of the best experiences of my life. You have a host family. So that host family, the culture over there, they want to show you everything. They want to take you everywhere. Their culture is about showing visitors love and respect and appreciation. Of course, me being a dumb American, I'm like, man, get get the hell off of me. Give me, give me a map and a translator, and I'm going to get on the subway. I'm going to go do what I want because I'm a grown bleeping man. That's what Americans do. But they wanted my, my guy that I stay with, that was also a student at the University of, 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 of Seoul. He wanted to take me to one of these tuggers, one of these, one of these spots where, where I could get a happy ending and get a deep tissue massage and all of that stuff. And I was like, nah, fam. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, you're not taking me to that, man. I'm the only, I'm the only six foot, 230 at the time pound black man walking around here. The last thing I need to do is have to call Sharon Lewis or James Lewis or Ethel Bradford and say, hey, mom, you know, dad, grandma, I'm in a jail in Seoul for some type of international assault or some mistake that that that, that I I was at a strip club or a massage parlor. I made some bad decisions. I'm in a jail internationally. I need you to I need you to plop down twenty two hundred bucks and bang out that 17 hour flight from Columbus, Ohio, or Tampa, all the way to Seoul, South Korea, and come get me out of jail. I wasn't going to do that. Lance Day Show. I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in D.C. doing their thing, out of town doing their thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because when I come home, I'm still going to be the king. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. We begin searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, but how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required, it was a must that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens, and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so, we finally come out with a solution. And we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of the the greatest people in America, our American farmers. 
and through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this, you're at a farm, the produce is picked and prepared, and it's boxed in a Full Cart Fresh box at the farm. And then through our shipping and logistics uh, program, we ship directly from the farm, directly to the front door of the most vulnerable families in America. We have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry and as well as hungry are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases. So come along, help us. Help Feeding Children Everywhere through our Full Cart program and the launch of our new Full Cart Fresh. Help those families in need. James Lewis. Shout out to all them guys, man. Rashid Wallace, you know, you know, Katino Mobley, you know, um, Sean Red Smith, Terrell Stokes, you know, all of those guys. A lot of them are um, Philadelphia legends when it comes mm-hmm. to the basketball. Right. You know, but I drop real numbers on them. <laughs> so what would that make me? <laughs> Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Are you jamming people up? Are you crossing people up? All of that. Are you? Or is all of the above? Yeah, I was. I was um, similar to Iverson. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Yo, this is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, Brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs.